then that changed Jenny's thought from feeling of something I could do to, oh, wow, that's actually something I can't do. And then that led to her having inaction for 20 years. Life happens. Parents get sick. Mm-hmm. Stuff happens here. This, that, da, 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 da. And now she has new thoughts. And those new thoughts then convey new feelings. Those new feelings created different actions. Either way, you guys, she was being brainwashed. Either way, you're being brainwashed. I know that I'm being brainwashed every day. My wife's always like, why do you listen to so many podcasts? Why do you? Because I was like, I need to be brainwashed. I need to be brainwashed to believe that what I have achieved is just the beginning. So I want you all to understand that. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, we have a special guest on. These episodes always do great because y'all don't hear me speak as much. So anyways, uh, Jenny Rosmondo, one of my clients and now a dear friend, uh, she's on the podcast today and I think she's going to drop some nuggets for us and some good wisdom. So Jenny, welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. Glad to be here. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, tell the people a little bit about your journey. Tell them about your business. Tell them what you're doing. Okay, sure. So I have opened my own business uh, as a physical therapist. I started out in a mobile-based outset, if you will, and then I just transitioned about a year and a half to a physical location in a small town or small city. Now we just upgraded from town to city and (laughs) right. (laughs) So um, I'm serving this, this little community here in South Alabama and it's uh, been pretty amazing. How, how, um, How many people live in your town? Oh, why did you ask me that? I don't know. Um, I, I, whatever population is to go from a town to a city that's terrible. I don't know the answer. Okay. Well, Uh, we can find that out. Yeah. I have no idea. I have to look it up. Well here. So, so, so let me ask you this. So I'm I'm assuming it's not like 50,000 people. No. Um, the, the, the town is, or the city now is Loxley, and that's where my clinic is. And in Baldwin County, which is the county within the state, I know there are several hundred thousands of people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I just bring that up because you're doing pretty well with your practice, right? You've been- Yeah. yeah you've I'm, been, I'm growing. Yeah, you're growing. You I know, just added my second physical therapist assistant today to my team. Oh, wow. Okay. So look at that. You know, I guess the reason why I bring that up is because, and let's find out. And what we'll do is we'll edit in the actual number of people in your town. The reason why I bring that up is because so many people have so many different excuses of why they can't make it. And I've heard this thing of, oh, my town is too small. Oh, I don't have enough people. I don't have this. I don't have that. But it's, Guys, it's really just an excuse. There's so many different ways around it. Now, Jenny, why don't you tell them you have South Alabama uh, physiotherapy, but then you also are doing a passion project on the side. Why don't you tell them a little bit about that? 
Right. So my my passion project that I'm doing on the side is to serve people who are in the fishing or the angler community. And my husband is an avid fisherman and I grew up with that, you know, as fishing with a fishing pole in my hands. It's a little girl. And I wanted to be able to help those people to be able to stay fishing because it is their therapy that they need to keep their sanity. Okay. You guys, well, first of all, that's near and dear to my heart. That's probably why Jenny and I talk a lot. It's because she knows that I love to fish. Um, right. and she has a passion for fishing. So that kind of, I mean, besides she's also in my programs, but you know, look, we can just do business <laughs> stuff, but because she likes fishing, we have a lot to talk about. Right. Um, right. I guess guys, here's my point. My, where I'm getting at with this is there's no reason to use anything as the reason why you can't make it. Okay. Jenny lives in a fairly small town. She, I believe, has surpassed the six-figure mark now in her business. I believe she did that last year. And so, you know, she doesn't live in New York City. She doesn't live in, you know, Baltimore, Maryland. She doesn't live in a big town, but she still makes it work. Uh, She started mobile, and then she was able to realize that there's a need where people would want to actually come to her, and it allows her to be able to serve more people, okay? And then let's just say she lives in a town with like 14 people. Okay, you know what? She has the ability, okay, she has the ability to go online as well. And hey, you know what? I can find an audience that's passionate about something that I can find a problem that they have and I can serve them with that problem, right? Okay. And obviously it's a process to get to that point. But where I'm trying to go with this, you guys, is that you can make it out there. Okay. There's no reason why you can't. You just gotta think. So, anyways, Jenny, you've been a business owner for what, two years now? Two and a half years? Uh, two and a half years. About two and a half years. Okay. So mm-hmm. you've learned a lot. Um, you've learned a lot along the process. Well, let me ask you this. How long have you been a therapist? 22 years. Oh, wow. 23 in August. Oh, wow. Okay. So that means that we're the same. Okay. So we're both 23 years out. Mm-hmm. So I guess here's my question to you. I'm assuming that being a business owner wasn't the initial plan. No, not really. It was always a thought. Yeah. But I never, never made that jump. So what made you do it? A lot of things made me do it. Um, There was multiple reasons why to go ahead and jump. More of it was I felt restricted. Um, I felt there was something more, something better, and that I could influence more people in a different way than what I was helping at that time. Mm. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, And so the thought was there. How long do you think the thought was there for? To own my own business? Yeah. When I was in PT school, I thought I would own my own business. Wow. Mm -hmm. So the thought was there from PT school, but it took 20 years in order for you to pull the trigger. Yes. And I I will tell you just quickly, um, a teacher had I had given her my idea, which is something similar to what I am doing now, but 20, you know, two years ago when I was in PT school, they laughed at me and told me it wouldn't work. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And what did that do for your confidence? Oh, it dropped it. <laughs> it took me 20 years to go, I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so funny. Um I used to have this shirt where people like I, and I had a shirt that said it was the hope dealer. And yeah. I had a couple trolls one time said, you're a hope sucker. 
And so, you know, I sometimes, because I try to inspire people and motivate people and give people belief, um, you know, you know, look, for the most part, it's been a blessing and I'm sure you enjoy that and many others do, but it's so funny because you have the other side of it and nobody's crucifying your teachers for telling you of something that you had a dream and a vision of doing. And at that time where you were very green, I would say, and ripe, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to listen to anything they say. You now had this thought, this idea, which I believe God gives us. God gives us these amazing thoughts and ideas to be able to execute on things. And then you had somebody come over and tell you that that's a silly idea and that's not something you can do. And then 20 years later, here we are. So to my haters out there saying I'm a hope sucker, well, the hell with you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Could it be that? I don't want to be that teacher. I want to show people all the different things that can be done and things that are possible because I never thought that I'd be here as an immigrant kid. You know, I never thought that. So I'm I'm not gonna tell you you can you you can do anything, you know, as long as you put your mind to it. One of the things I notice is this, and then I'll shut up because this is your podcast today. But one of the things I, I've really come to understand is this, Jenny, and and anyone listening to today's podcast. I realize that in life you can basically do nearly anything you want. But you can't have everything, right? Like, like I can't have rock hard abs and eat cheesecake every night. Right. Okay. But if I really want rock hard abs, I can do it. If I really want to build a six figure business, I can do it. You did it. I did it. Okay. Great. If you want to build a seven figure business, you can do it. If you want to build an eight figure business, you can't. There might be some sacrifices that happen along the way, but you can do it. So, teacher, Jenny's teacher, if you're still around, it can be done. Exactly. I'll be telling no more students that. Blah, blah. Anyways, okay, okay. So, so, so you, so you had the thought of being a business owner from when you were in school. Yes. People got in your head. You never did it. What led you twenty years later to say enough's enough? What happened? I think it was just enough uh, pressure from other forces. Uh, I had some, some life, some family issues going on. Uh, my mother's husband was dying of cancer. I knew I would need to be able to take time off to be with her. I was tired of being told how to treat in my, where I was working. Um, It was just multiple, just uh, pressures being pushed in. And I think I just squeezed so much that I had had enough. And I finally took the plunge. Wow. Wow. So pain, basically. It was a big pain. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So now it's been, it's been two and a half years. Yes. Yes. My first question is, this: do you regret it? Not, not one bit. One bit. Okay. Uh, has it been everything you hoped for? Um, that's a catch 22 question. Yes. It's everything I hope for. And yes, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I was hoping you'd yeah. say that, you, right. you know, I think, I think a lot of times, Look, I want to encourage people and I, I want to tell them about the perks of entrepreneurship, but I also feel like it can be overly uh, glorified. Sure. You, you know, people think, oh, I can be my own boss. That means I can show up whenever I want. 
you know, oh, I can do this. I can do that. And I got all the freedom in the world. But like, you have to earn all that. You know, it gives you the opportunity for that to happen, but it is not a given. You have to earn it. And so, so with that said, it's two and a half years now. You've been working with me for like nearly two, I don't know, a year, like maybe a year. And a half. Okay. So what are some of the lessons you've learned prior to G and while working with me and everything in between? Give us a few lessons. So a few lessons. If you, if you could think it, you could make it happen. Hmm. That is one of the reason, uh, lessons that I've learned. Um, don't dream too small. It, again, if you could allow yourself to be able to dream you could figure out a way to make that happen. Um, another lesson is to allow yourself time to be able to decompress and be with your family. Um, mm. That's kind of like the whole reason why I jumped into business ownership is so I could spend time with my family. But then you get sucked into this rabbit hole of always working on the business. So you've, you've got to learn that balance. Those are the the biggest things, um, which really kind of go for all businesses, not just what I do. Right. Okay. So let's let's kind of dive into a few a few of these things. I think it's really important. Um, if you can think it, it can happen. Here, here's what I would say. It's so ironic that uh, Jenny had an idea, and she thought it 23 years ago, right. 23 plus years ago, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. Uh, And it's because she got confirmation from someone else that it wasn't a good idea. The one thing I'm going to tell you all is this. And and so, and then here we are, we're 23 plus years later, Jenny's on the Wealth Code Secrets, and she's here telling us if you think it it can happen, (laughs) right? So, so to me, there's something that I think is really important in that. And by the way, I think it's just, it's really an amazing story, you know, when you really, you know, break it down. Here's what I would tell every single one of all, uh, uh, you all, you're being brainwashed. We're all being brainwashed every day. We have thoughts that are turning into feelings and they're turning into actions. And it's amazing what thoughts you're allowing to kind of permeate through your head and then turn into certain feelings, whether it's feelings of doubt or it's feelings of empowerment. So if we go back 23 years ago, Jenny had a thought. She told people, and by the way, she had a thought. She had the feeling, she felt so strongly about it that she said, I want to share it with other people. So she shared it with people that she respects. They had an action, right? So Jenny had an action, she spoke it. They had a reaction, they had a thought. The thought that they had was they've never done it. The feeling that they had was doubt. So the action that they had is, hey, let me convey that doubt to her. Then that changed Jenny's thought from feeling of something I could do to, oh, wow, that's actually something I can't do. And then that led to her having inaction for 20 years. Life happens. Parents get sick. Mm-hmm. Stuff happens here. This, that, da, 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 da. And now she has new thoughts. And those new thoughts then convey new feelings. Those new feelings created different actions. Either way, you guys, she was being brainwashed. Either way, you're being brainwashed. I know that I'm being brainwashed every day. My wife's always like, why do you listen to so many podcasts? Why do you? Because I was like, I need to be brainwashed. I need to be brainwashed to believe that what I have achieved is just the beginning. So I want you all to understand that. So that's the first thing she said. Second thing, um, or I should say the third thing she said I thought was really important is um, uh, 
is balance. Is balance, you know, balancing the business because you can work on a business all day, every day. And then also understanding that, you know, she has a family. Um, so, so Jenny, if you don't mind me asking, what are some of the things that you do to kind of keep yourself balanced? Like, is it that, hey, you're working on a business or in a certain set amount of hours? Are you trying to just do certain things? A day? Like, what do you do? Just any little tips. I, I'm trying to learn from you. So please. Sure. Um, so yeah, I said office hours, whether I have patients that I'm seeing in my office or not, I limit my hours of working time. And I only do those working tasks when I'm physically at my office. I, I tried to work from home, but that bled into too much of the family time and distractions. And, um, you know, the husband wasn't happy. The son wasn't happy. Dogs weren't happy. So <laughs> I made sure that I gave myself a container of time to keep my business there. Okay. It has it been better with you having the practice versus being mobile? Has that allowed it to be, or has it been worse? No, um, having a physical space has been life-changing. Um, maybe it's because of the way my brain uh, compartmentalizes things. I could put my work life here in this physical building, and right. then it doesn't drip over into my home life. Mm, I like that. I like that. Okay. That's awesome stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so how about some painful lessons? Uh, because I'm sure the painful lessons have turned into lots of wisdom. So can you give us a couple that uh, you have felt throughout the time? I just want to be transparent and real with people. Sure. Um, painful lessons. The, the biggest thing is me trying to do everything myself, which had me stretched so thin that I couldn't focus on the single task that was important. Hmm. Um and then the another painful lesson is learning the business cycle and and how the business needs that momentum through each stage of the business cycle to continue moving forward. So once oh. once I realized that and, and put action steps into place that kept that wheel spinning, things started getting a, a whole lot easier and progressing a lot faster. A lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are like, what is the business cycle? What is she talking about? <laughs> right. Do you want to just quickly you tell them you're the you're the master. Guys, <laughs> the, the 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 whole idea is to cycle a person. And and a cycle means that I haven't been able to serve someone at the higher levels that I can serve them until they actually pay me and become a customer. And um and paying creates commitment. Uh, you know, listening to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast is great. I'm sure it helps you a little bit here and there. But but it's very clear to me that when I'm paying to be a customer for someone or someone's paying me to be a customer for me, that's the people that are typically the most committed. Uh, and so because we're in the healthcare world and we're asking people to do something in order for them to get a result... Uh, we need them to actually demonstrate some commitment. So one of the things that I explain to my students is that they need to cycle, okay? And so the cycle starts with marketing first, okay? And that's getting your name and your branding out there. It's getting people to desire more and more of whatever it is that you're offering, okay? But then even though you market to them, they're not ready to cycle yet. They come in as a lead. And lead is great. That means that I now have a database. I have people that have shown interest. And I know that 95% of people show interest, but they're not ready to buy yet. So then 
I will continue to nurture them and talk with them and communicate with them through different vehicles that I set up for my clients. And then they have the ability and the opportunity to sell them. And when you sell, you're basically uncovering the value of what it is that you have. And you're giving the people the opportunity to be able to get the value that you can give to them with your gifts and skills. And then they can give you money in exchange for the value that you're giving them. And that's when they actually cycle. They cycle and now they become a customer. And then your job is to actually deliver and deliver at a great level so that the customers want to repeat as customers and they want to tell other people to be customers, which starts the marketing cycle again. So that's one of the things that I have to explain. And I'm assuming, Jenny, for you, for your first 20 years, did you have to focus on any of that cycle besides treating the customer? Not one single bit. I had no idea. No idea. See, that th this is the thing, you guys. The thing is that a lot of people fail in business. And I think a lot of people think that they're failing in business because business, I mean, I'm not saying business is easy, okay? But I can tell you something, me working for someone and having no control over my time, no control over my pay, no control of my growth was infinitely harder than anything I've ever dealt with with business. At least with business, I, I have control. I can actually learn these things uh -huh. and it can really change my life for the better, right? It's changed Jenny's life. It's changed my life, changed many people's lives, Right. But we didn't have to learn any of this. All I did, and you tell me if this has been the case for you. When I was working at my last outpatient clinic that I was working at, all I did was get the chart from them. I, I never, I had no idea how the person got there. I had no idea if there were any leads done. Like they were already sold when they got there. They already paid their copay. So when they came in for an evaluation, I just had to do the email. I, I, I did I did, there's three quarters of the business cycle that I never even touched before I became a business owner. Is that the same for you? Yes. Had no, no experience with that. So I, I say that to you all because there's many of you that are listening. I know some of you are 40, you know, 45 years into being a clinician, you're a dietitian, OTPT, whatever. But there's some of you right now listening, you're students. And mm -hmm. you all got to understand that at some point you're going to have to learn this. Now, Jenny was able to learn this over the last two years, right? And, and she's been able to create a six-figure practice for herself, okay? So it's, it, it, and it's, look, she's not an expert at it. I mean, I'm pretty good at it, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the best at it, but I'm good enough, right? And she's good enough to clear six figures. So you guys start learning this from now. You're not gonna learn it, right? You're, you're not gonna learn it at any place. So learn it. So anyways, all right, I'm off my soapbox there. Okay. Um, is there any other painful lessons? Oh, I'm sure I could sit there and tell you lessons that, that I've learned over and over and over again. Um, I, but the one that I keep going back to that was probably the hardest is to ask for help and get help. Um, mm -hmm. I, and that that goes for multiple ways. One, to learn how to, to do business, um, to learn how to um, delegate tasks that I'm not the one who needs to be doing because my time is valuable as the business owner. And there's other people who can do those tasks. If I'm focusing on the things that as a business owner, I don't need to be focusing on, it's, it's taking up too much time, um, which uh, you know dampers my ability to actually do the thing that I'm good at. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, oh, gosh, that's so good. That's so good. That's so good. There's, there's so many... 
like lessons right there, you guys. Okay. Um, you, you really, you really have to play the time game. Mm-hmm. You really have to play the time game. And could you do everything you could, but you have to understand that if you're playing the time game and the energy game, which is I'm trying to do things in a condensed period of time, and I'm trying to um, preserve my energy. Then you start thinking the way Jenny just explained. You realize, wait a minute, I don't need to be doing this. Wait a minute, I'm beating my head into a wall. Maybe somebody else knows how to do this. You know something? You know what? Maybe I should learn from someone that knows how to do this a little bit better than me. It takes a level of humility. And I got to be honest with you, as healthcare professionals, we have like some of the, we think we are the nicest people in the world. And a lot of us are, some of us aren't, some of y'all are just terrible. Okay. <laughs> but, but some of y'all are just nasty. All right. But, but for the most part, y'all are pretty good people. The big thing is that we have such huge egos. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, and by the way, I'm just as guilty of that. I think I've really worked on bringing it down and suppressing it. You should have an ego because you need to have that confidence, that swag about you. But at the same time, you, you've got to know, like, there's got to be some humility. Like, you know what? I don't know how to do this. And it's okay to ask for help. And, and by the way, even with your, your clientele and your customers, you can tell them, like, I don't know how else to serve you. How can I do it? And most healthcare professionals won't do that. And that's the reason why they don't know really what to serve people with, because they're afraid that if they ask the people, the people will think that they're dumb. But actually, that's how you make the money. Keep that in mind. Okay. Um, what here, you know what? What could you share with the audience that could be of value to them? Maybe it's a word of advice. Maybe it's a free, I don't know, something you have. Maybe it's the invincible challenge. I don't know what, like you, you tell what, what can you share and serve the audience with? I've taught them how to serve. So you better have something. Okay. Go for it. I love it. So the, the, the biggest thing I can say to you guys is to put yourself out there, um, in a little bit of a vulnerable situation so that you can, um, to, to be put under pressure that you grow and stretch and don't have that ego like what Greg was talking about that you already know enough of everything because you don't I don't Greg doesn't you know he's, he mentioned the invincible challenge there's a challenge that he's getting ready to host here shortly step into it and just see if it's something that you may uh, learn from if you could be open enough to be able to have the outside help and uh, and, a, and a push behind you to propel you forward so that you could reach new goals, goals that you haven't even thought of. I, I want to leave you all with this. I, I thought, I think that's amazing advice. Um, I, I want to leave you all with this. Okay. A couple of things. I'm going to give you two, two Jenny stories. Okay. So, <laughs> well, because I hear, I hear your story, right. And, um, and every single time we talk and you guys, it's not like she's not just like a virtual internet student. You know what I mean? Like Jenny, she's, she's met me. I don't know. This is probably maybe five, four or five times. Like we've had, you know, she's come to my home. Um, it's, it's been, it's a, it's been a great, great, great relationship. Okay. Um, so there's a couple things that I want to say. Uh, the first thing I want to say is this, is that I think Jenny can, can, can vouch for this. Uh, her coming into our world has really helped her 
with learning a lot of stuff about business. Jenny came into my world because of an event. And the reality is that all the people that have worked with me, I would say 95% of them have come in through an event, whether it was a challenge, whether it was a live event, whether it was a virtual event. Without the event, they're not there. And so people ask me, why do you keep on doing these challenges? Why do you keep on doing these live events? Why do you invest so much and put so much time into this stuff? I was like, because, because that's how people come in. That's how it happens. And if I had to do everything that I've done over the last two and a half years just for Jenny to be able to come in, and if nothing else happened, it was all worth it. It was all worth it, right? And you guys have to understand, it's a really big world with a lot of people that need what it is that you have. And the truth is, is that there has to be waves of exposure. And the thing that does that the best is to have some type of event. The event could be a workshop. The event could be a challenge. The event could be a webinar. It could be, but you need to do things or you have waves to where you're just taking all your energy to get in front of people that you know that their lives could be different if they hear whatever your gift is. Okay. So that's the first thing I want to say. So Jenny, thank you for that because it, it has been a blessing to me as much as it has, you know, to you. The second thing I want to say about uh, uh, Jenny is that Jenny is my customer. And I, I'm tell, I tell you guys these things on Wellcode Secrets. Talk to your customer, listen to your customer. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I tell you guys these things, but I, I want to tell you that I tell you the, the things that I tell you, you'll see that most of the time I'm putting a story with it. And I want to tell you the story of when we in, initially launched two years, no, a little bit less than two years ago, our mm -hmm. Smart Success Healthcare Platinum program. Jenny was a part of that program. Okay. She still is a part of our program, right? But when we launched it, we started this, this continuing education piece of it as well, right? And so it was only Jenny and two other students that they actually came to this CEU event that we did in Largo, right? It was actually at one of my, you know, one of my clinics, right? So um, Santi Villamil, he did this CEU event for us. And the event was cool. Like, you know, we learned stuff and all that other stuff, right? But it was the first time in nearly two years that I had actually like been with people besides my event. Like we did, a, we did a, a smaller version of a live event. So first time in two years that I've been with people and I realized like, wow, there's nothing like being with people. And Jenny felt that too. And Heidi felt that as well. And Joseph felt that as well. And I was just like, wow, um, I need to find a way to not just be with people one time a year, like what COVID was trying to make us do. I won't even get into that right now. Okay. So, you know, something, it was because of Jenny that, and Heidi, I got to give Heidi her flowers as well. Jenny and Heidi, I said, you know what? I got to find a way so that we can have this all the time. And without you, I would not have purchased this place. And I say that to you all for two reasons. I say that because your customers will actually tell you what to do. They will tell you what's next, but you've got to create a safe space for them to be able to do that. They've got to feel like you actually really care about what they think. They've got to see that you're humble enough to be like, hey, 
Greg, I really think we can, you know, this would be awesome if you did more of this. You've got to create that environment. And so because of that, it's created, it's just, it's just snowballed into so many more things. So Jenny, thank you for that. I appreciate that. You bring, you've brought me so much value. Um, and yeah, I just appreciate everything that you've done for this community. All right. So let me ask you this before we finish, where can people find you? Okay. So you can find me, um, on SAPT, excuse me, let me say that again, www.salpt.com. You can find me on Facebook, uh, South Al PT, and also on Facebook, the knotted physio that is for my anglers and my, the angling community. You guys, she's a wealth of information. Jenny, I'm really, really proud of you. Really proud of what you've done. And I hope you all took a lot of things from today's podcast. I hope you understand that it's never too late. You can be two years out. You can be two years from getting out. You can be 20 years out. Um, you can do it at any time. Also, uh, you know, you're going to be brainwashed regardless. So do you want to be brainwashed to mediocrity or do you want to be brainwashed to think that you can do anything that you want to do? You guys create boundaries in your life. Okay. Like the work's never going to all get done. You have the ability to have freedom in your business and you can earn that freedom as long as you do the work when you're supposed to do the work, spend the rest of the time at your family and take care of yourself. Um, and, um, and yeah, listen to your customer, listen to your customer and cycle, learn how to cycle. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Jenny, thank you again for being on. We appreciate you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Thank you.